Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after important news has come out. With us today for the second time, Jacob Cohen of Venom Extracts. That's the 100% subsidiary of Hollister Biosciences that trades on the CSC on the stock symbol HOLL. Now, normally I'd go into a bit of a description of the company first, but I'm going to go right into their financials because you got to know what they're doing. They just put out their Q3 numbers for the period ending September 30th, okay? Descriptions aside, this is what counts. Record revenue, $12.5 million versus $236,000 for the same quarter last year. That's a 5,200% increase. EBITDA, 1.265 mil. That compares to a loss last year of $362,000. And Venom, which is, you know, Jake's, Jake's baby, achieved its first revenue milestone, generated in excess of $30 million year-to-date starting January 1st, 2020. So if you haven't figured out, Hollister is a vertically integrated multi-state cannabis company. Uh, they've got multiple high-quality products. They're carried in 280 of California's 60 dispensaries and 80 dispensaries throughout Arizona. Jake, welcome to the show, man. How are you, buddy? Good to be on again. Hey, great to have you. And I love the fact that we always get you on the fly because you're always working. Where are you right now? So <laughs> people know why you've got the uh, the, the COVID uh, diaper on. I'm standing out front of our production facility at the moment right now, just trying to squeeze this interview in while we have a crazy Friday. Fridays well, are thanks. typically the busiest days of the week. <laughs> that, that, and we love that you're with us, buddy. We love what you're with us. Big news. Uh Prop 207, uh, that's the approval of recreational, cannab recreational cannabis in Arizona, legalizing cultivation, sale, and consumption of recreational cannabis. As a pioneer, first of all, forget about the CEO or anything like that, but as a pioneer in this industry, how do you feel to see Prop 207 get approved? Um, honestly, it's amazing it got approved. I mean, I was around the last time that the vote went through and it failed uh, or didn't pass it barely didn't pass the last time we put a lot of energy um our brand other brands a lot of dispensaries put a lot of time money and energy just really educating the public on why this would be a good play for our state how it's going to help contribute in tax dollars and you know kind of the whole nine there and we worked really hard to get this passed and, and we won in a landslide vote. So it's, it's absolutely huge news for us. You, uh, as a CEO of Venom Extracts, you've been known as one of Arizona's uh, premier extract brands, one of the state's largest producers of award-winning medical cannabis, distillate and related products. You've been on the medical side. How fast can you transition to recreational, assuming <laughs> you are going to, but I'm assuming you are, how does that transition look like for you to, to add that on to what you're doing? Um, well, so in Arizona, the recreational actually really only applies to the patient. So um, you have a medical market, you have a rec market. So if you are a medical card holder, when you shop at your dispensary, you don't pay the taxes that a recreational person would pay. Okay. So the medical market and the rec market, the really only the, the, the really big separation between the two is just the taxes that you spend once you purchase the product. So we'll be in the rec market day one as soon as it uh, as soon as I think April 1st, 2021 is when rec officially hits in Arizona and we'll officially be in rec and medical that day. 
Man, okay, I love the speed. I love that speed and that you gave us that distinction because I thought you have to go through a whole new process. You're already there. You're in 80 dispensaries right now uh, in Arizona. Um, how, how fast do you think your product's going to make a way out of the shelves? Not in terms of date because I know you're going to be there April 1st, but are you already talking to these dispensaries and saying, all right, let's get one, two, three, five new uh, SKUs on there. What do you, what's the plan? Um, I mean, the plan right now is buy, 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 buy. I mean, we're, we're trying to turn all of our liquid capital into product. I mean, our goal is to really have a nice um, arsenal of backstock product ready to go come April, come April 1, once rec finally hits, because we want the product on the shelf ready to deliver to the patient and the customer right away. We don't want to have to lose any time making the product. So the next six months uh, before rec hits, we'll be spending time just doing nothing but accruing the biomass and backstocking as much product as we can. We expect it to be lights out. I mean, once when, when COVID hit again, business skyrocketed and COVID's going to kind of propel us now into this rec period. And you don't think you can get much bigger with the COVID numbers, but now that recs pass, we're anticipating tripling or not tripling, if not quadrupling numbers that we're doing now. Hey, does your reputation and uh, Venom, your, both you and Venom's reputation, your existing relationships, does that give you a massive advantage on the dispenser side, which it sounds like it, but also on the consumer side, because they, they are already aware of the Venom brand. It's already out there. Absolutely. I mean, Venom already out here is one of, I mean, I don't want to say we're the biggest known brand. I mean, I really believe that we are the biggest known brand. I mean, as far as revenue goes, we move more product than um, most of the brands out here. We have a very, you know, our model is to push quantity up. We're a very well-known, prestigious brand as is, and I think Venom is the perfect rec brand. And and, and honestly, I've been saying it for years, um, the demographic that rec is going to attract is going to be more of that younger age consumer, and Venom appeals to that younger age consumer. It appeals um, the recreational end, or the end user for what will be the recreational user um, fits right into our patient base, right into the, um, the category of males and females and age groups that we currently serve right now. So we're expecting to see um, a huge increase in sales just based off that alone. Hey, Jake, are you going to be using the same brand, Venom, for the rec side as well? Or are you going to create a different brand or a derivative like Venom X or something like that? What kind of branding? Have you thought about branding strategy yet on the rec side? So uh, same thing like we kind of talked about. Rec and medical, the only real difference is just going to be to the patient based on the okay. tax dollars they spend. Venom will remain the brand. Venom X is currently our cart brand. We do have intentions of launching a Venom um, higher end brand. That will appeal to more uh, to some of these higher end recreational users. I mean, right now the market's split between probably about an 80%, 20% split. You have about 80% of people that want to get the best value for their money. And then you have about 20% of people that don't care what they pay. They want to get the best product available. So with rec now hitting 
we're going to try to corner not only the 80% of the market that we've been focusing on, but we're going to go after 100% of the market. And we're going to introduce a few new products, a few high-end lines, um, kind of whip out the full arsenal, the full playbook here. I mean, Venom we've been waiting Platinum. for wreck. Yeah, Venom Platinum, Venom Elite. There's so many names we're already throwing back and forth. I mean, we've been waiting for this day for four years now. So now that it's finally here, we got six months to prep for it and make sure we're first in line when uh, April 1st comes rolling around. Man, and I'll tell you why that's exciting because I had a question lined up here, but uh, and I'm still going to ask you, but I know the answer already because my question was going to be, all right, how are you going to deal with the inevitable increase in competition? You know, George Go Cannabis and all these guys for sure are going to start popping up. But Jake, <laughs> the sounds of it, and yes, there is, I'm assuming there's going to be increased competition, but it sounds like you guys have been planning for this for four years and you've already got a fantastic brand that's doing $30 million in revenue. So it's going to be really hard for new competitors to, to, to really get an edge on you, isn't it? It's, it's going to be really challenging for people, for new people coming into the market. You're coming into a market, like you said, that's already existing. You know what I mean? It's no different than trying to make the next Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is already that well-known brand. You know, someone comes in with a new cola, how well can it do with Coca-Cola already on the shelves? So, I mean, we, um, as of right now, um, sales-wise are the top brand in the state. So, I mean, yes, you're 100% right. When people hear wreck, it's like they found a state that's got gold to mine in it and you start seeing people come out of the woodworks yeah. and throwing money at grows and labs, whatever they can, thinking they're going to make a fortune. But it's an uphill battle for someone just starting. Um, and you said it earlier in the talk, uh, we're the pioneers of this industry. We are the first people in it. And it's going to be really hard for newcomers to come in and establish a name with existing brands like ourselves already on the shelves and already so well known. Man, just listen to you say that. I got to tell you, you know, it really gets me jacked up on what you guys are going to be able to do that. That's, that's really, that's really amazing. Let me ask you a question. This is supposed to, you know, anytime you see these kind of legalizations take place, it's supposed to, uh, you know, reduce, or you're never going to get rid of, but definitely reduce black market. So devil's advocate. Uh, do you think, do you think this will make a real dent uh, in, in black market? Um, absolutely. I, I, I really do think it's going to make a, take a huge dent out of the black market we look at other states for kind of comparisons um california uh when they went wreck it really put a dent in their black market sales i mean black market let's face it will never go away unfortunately there's always going to be some sort of black market somebody out there i mean especially now with the rec law um, patients are going to be able to grow a few of their own plants. I mean, there's always going to be somewhat of a black market, sure, but this should eliminate, this should eliminate easily three quarters of it. I mean, the, the ease of being able to just go to a dispensary and, and purchase product on a whim whenever you'd like versus having to wait, you know, on, on whoever's providing your product. It's just so much more convenient for the patient now to go and shop, not to mention that, um dispensaries offer deals you know it's our job as a company to make sure that we provide the best product we can to the dispensaries it's the dispensary's job to make sure that they maintain that patient so in doing so dispensaries offer 
promotion, first time patient deals, things like that. So not only is it going to be more convenient for them to go to the dispensary, but they're going to get more bang for their buck. They're going to go visit all these dispensaries and get free ounces, free quarters. You know, right. they're going to get a lot of these freebies that dispensaries are topping or are throwing at them. And um, Venom's going to be one of the brands too that uh, is offering first time patient deals. We have so much that we're going to be doing just to attract this rec market. And again, based on the statistics we're looking at, you're not likely to see your 60, 70 year old person as a rec user, those are your medical users. The rec users you're expected to see are, you know, your 18 to 24 year old range, your, your college student, right. people freshly out of college. And right now that is our biggest um, piece of the market. And, there's, you, and if, there's a safety side, right, Jake, which is if I know I'm buying Venom brand rec cannabis, I know it's not going to be laced with fentanyl or something with all the tragedy out there. Huge. So that's got to be huge, right? Like if I'm, I don't, look, I don't personally use cannabis, but if I'm 18 to 24 and I want to, something off the street versus walking into a spend dispensary, seeing the brand, grabbing it, that, that's got to be a huge advantage for you. Um, it's a huge advantage because again, with, along with Prop 207 passing, not sure how many people are familiar with this, but Arizona just passed the legalization of testing that was mandated November 1st. So now all product prior to being sold to the dispensary has to be tested for potency, for residual solvents, for heavy metals, for pesticides, for microbials, for mycotoxins, for anything that could potentially be harmful for that patient. So again, you said it best, people on the black market, um, I don't know if you recall the vape scare probably a sure. year or so ago where they were cutting uh, a year or so ago where they were cutting carts with the vitamin E and people were getting sick. Yep. Now that Arizona is not only recreational, but now that Arizona's got mandated testing as well, that rec patient's going to be able to go into a dispensary and know that they're purchasing clean medicine for themselves. Know that whatever they're buying that day, it's been tested. Um, and it's got the green light from the state to make sure that they can smoke it and they can be safe. Hey, Jake, last question. Now that Prop 207 has gone through, so you, you, you've already, you know, got doing so well on the medical side. It sounds like cannabis. I mean, the, the, the rec side is, is you're going to dominate. Where do you see the company three years? I'm not talking in terms of revenue because I don't want to make, I don't want you to make projections. You're not a lot, you know, technically under, as a small cap company, you can't do that. But where do you see the company in terms of, do you have any doubt about its dominance in the marketplace uh, not at all. In, in <laughs> not at all. Um, I mean, it's, it's been a fun ride and, and I don't want to sound cocky at all because it's been honestly nothing but hard work, not only from myself, but from our entire team. Our entire team invests body, mind and spirit into this business. I mean, we work overtime. We, we don't leave until the job is done. I mean, there's a lot of companies in this uh, sector wow. out here that they're nine to five companies. They punch in at nine, the second five o'clock rolls out, they're out of there. They don't worry about their work versus we, we don't go home until the work's done. Um, that's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And that's especially true. I got to tell you for a lot of the uh, one, you know, the, the phase one cannabis superstars all the glitz all the money all the promotion but they just didn't get the work done man 
exactly get the work done and there's jake there's the venom crew this is the second time you and i have done an interview and this is the second time second time you've done it from your phone from the operation you know you're not sitting in a, in a, in a nice office answering the phone and getting going home at 501 you're you're cranking <laughs> it out man. And if you remember our last conversation, I think it was actually pre, or it was right around when COVID hit. Um, pre, just pre. I believe, right, just pre-COVID. And we talked about, you know, what kind of our growth expectations were back then. And, you know, we were expecting a 10 to 20% growth. We've seen 100% growth. Um, and you've seen record quarters from us two times now since we've had our last conversation. I mean, we're absolutely totally killing the marketplace right now. Um, we're the biggest producer of several key products for not only edible companies, but other cartridge companies as well. So if you go into a store, if you don't see venom on the package, there's a good chance that that oil was made at the venom production facility. Um, I think right now, based upon our last, um, um, our last statistic that we took, we have about 67% of entire market. So 67% of all products on everyone's shelf, whether it's an edible cartridge or package product came from this facility, man, that's diabolical. I'm not kidding for a mass market like that. I'd, had no idea you guys had those kind of numbers. Um, hats off to you, Jake, and your team. I know it's not you, but you're the face of it right now. Man, hats off. And I'm going to say this. I know Alex is watching. I know Carl's watching. And they're awesome guys, right? But yeah. you're the coolest guy in the small cap cannabis space. I'm not just I'm not just talking about a Hollister. I'm talking about <laughs> across the board. And I don't mean cool just because you're cool, but – you get the job done, man. You, you work hard, you play hard, you're delivering and you achieve your first revenue milestone in the, from the, you know, from the acquisition uh, that, that you took, you did with Holster where you, you're it's exceeded $30 million uh, already. So man, it, you're, you're balling. And I promised you before COVID that when these travel restrictions come off, I will fly to Arizona I will <laughs> from there We'll do it together because you, I'm looking you forward to that, giving man. you a tour. I'm looking forward to giving you a tour of the facility and doing, yeah, like you said, the next interview at the facility. We could set a nice background of uh, everyone manufacturing behind us. Look real cool. And they, all, no, deserve, your, they all deserve the credit. Absolutely. And to your point, like we talked about earlier, it's just been nonstop work. I mean, we work. I can't even describe to you how hard everybody works as a team and, <laughs> not in our wildest dreams. I mean, when we first started this company, we were nobody. Um, and this was, you know, four, almost five years now. And we were such a small company, the growth from day one to where we're at now and to, to continue to see the growth month by month, week by week. I mean, it's, it's absolutely tremendous. More Jake, than any of it. us could hope for. We see it. And, you know, this has been, a recovery kind of breather year for the entire cannabis space, you know, uh, but the market sees you. And I think all your hard work is going to get vastly rewarded the next couple of years because cannabis isn't going away, not medical, not rec, not extract, none of that. It's only oh. going to get bigger and, and the investors are going to come back and you and I are going to be celebrating together at the Venom facility <laughs> this time next year. I, I have very little doubt about that. Looking forward to that day, my friend. I can promise you we all see the light at the end of the tunnel, and that's what keeps everybody so motivated to continue to 
to work as hard as we're working. I mean, it's, it's, it's not your typical, like we talked about, it's not your typical punch in at nine, punch out at nine for 30. It's not your typical 40 hour a week job. It requires so much more than that. It requires late night phone calls, late night emails. It requires so much more. And, and we're all putting that effort in and, and that effort's showing results. Listen, man, I'm an entrepreneur. I started Gorecom from scratch and man, it's so easy to quit. How many times you're up in the middle of the night, weekends, it's the end of the day, you want to sit down, four more phone calls come in. But you know what? <laughs> this is what separates winners from everybody else. And I'm going to tell you as a shareholder of Hollister, all kidding aside, <laughs> man, I'm ecstatic that we've got you on our side because I know what you guys are going to continue to do until we cross the finish line. So thank you for what you guys do. And thanks for taking time out today, you know, you're, you're working and you popped on your phone so we could do this. And I appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. And then one thing I want to leave off with too, is this is, this is more to us than just a job. Um, I wish people could see how tight knit the Venom family is because this is, this isn't just a job to us. This is a purpose. This is, this is a purpose. This is a mission that we started out day one. We wanted to succeed in and success is the most important thing to us. And, um, again, like we talked about earlier, we're going to start popping up in more and more states as time goes on. We're going to see revenue in Arizona start to go up more and more and more, especially as rec hits. We're going to start seeing more record quarters. There's a lot of great things to come from this company. And um, I'm looking forward to the shareholders that get in right now, you know, especially as, as the price is such a great bargain. I'm looking forward to, to making those shareholders a lot of money one day. Hey, from, from, from your mouth to, uh, to the stock market's ears, but I don't think you have to, I don't think you have to, uh, you know, uh, yell very, very much. The numbers going to do all the talking for you. And like for everyone at home, this quarter alone, $12.5 million revenue that compares to $236,000, 5,200% growth. And most of that's coming from the Venom side, the acquisition EBITDA $1.265 million. This is for a quarter. If you extrapolate those numbers out with no growth, no growth, revenue is going to come in at over $50 million. Just multiply that quarter by four. This is no fluke quarter. And now you know wreck is coming. This is just all medical. EBITDA, $1.265 million. Multiply it out by four. You're going over $5 million in EBITDA. Uh, and that's oh, and those full growth. Those and those EBITDA numbers are going to continue to do nothing but go up. Our profit margins are expanding. Um, our costs, we're, we're starting to uh, find better suppliers. I mean, as a company, we still evolve every day. You know, we're not, we're not just doing the same thing every day. We're working with new partners. We're constantly trying to improve our products, our costs on these products, our profit margins. And you're going to start seeing those numbers go way up as well. Yeah, for people people at home don't know this, I'm going to throw you one last beautiful tidbit of the you know, it's this financial data, right? These KPIs. Venom is able to produce more product per square foot than its competition. Okay, that's all you got to know, right? Lower costs, better efficiency, everything. I mean, that's a company that isn't just muscling its way through; it's thinking its way through because it's able to get to those efficiencies, right? And muscling is muscling your way through is fine as an entrepreneur. That's what a lot of us do. But when you can get down to those kind of metrics, when you produce the most per square foot 
than your competition. That means you're thinking it and uh, and it's showing up, Jake. Thanks so much, buddy. Really appreciate Absolutely. this. I, I appreciate you having me on again. I look forward to the next one. Let's get you out here. Let's get you in this facility, give you a tour, and uh, do the next one, hopefully, from our uh, manufacturing plant. And then tell your guys when I do it, and I promise you this, because it's I'm saying it on the record, I'm going to take you all out <laughs> for a Greek night. Pick your place. <laughs> pick your place. Going to take you out for a Greek night. We're going to have amazing food, amazing time, just so I can show my appreciation to your whole team of everybody there. I don't care how many people you got there. We're going to have an amazing time. Everyone will love that, I promise. And we're going to make sure we send you home with a nice Venom swag bag. You'll have the hats, the jackets, all love the Love it. Show me the hat <laughs> again. Show me the hat it. again because it looked awesome. That's that's our Venom X hat. So that comes in three colors for Indica, Hybrid, and uh, Sativa. So I'm wearing the, oops, the Indica version right now. So that's our Venom X. That's our Cartline hat. I got... We got probably seven or different eight hats. I got one for every day of the week. So I'm an Indica guy today. Jake, I love your style, man. Much love to you. Businessman, smart, cool, all of it. And you're leading a great team. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it big time, George. Um, again, thanks for having me on, buddy. Looking forward to the next one. You've been watching, or if you're listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast site, uh, Jacob Cohen, of Venom Extracts, the 100% owned subsidiary of Hollister Biosciences, the company trades on the CSC under the stock symbol HOLL. And for our friends in, in Europe on Frankfurt under HOB, uh, you've heard, you've listened. If this is the first time you're watching and hearing about the company, get to Agoracom, get to the Hollister Hub, take a look at the profile page, look at all the information in there because we know there's a lot to absorb here. But man, it is great stuff. And then get over the Hollister site. Do your due diligence. I can't tell you what to do, but I do know this. The cannabis industry as a whole is going to do nothing but grow this decade. I know I know. investors have been let down with what happened in, in you know, cannabis 1.0. A lot of hype, a lot of promotion, a lot of buzz. No follow through. The next, just like the dot-com bubble burst. And then it gave us LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, and real companies. That's what's going to happen with cannabis in this next phase. And when you got a company doing 12 and a half million a quarter, 1.265 EBITDA, guys, that's a real company. You got to do your due diligence. Just don't say I didn't tell you so. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Thank you, George. Appreciate you, buddy. Have a great weekend.